Welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. That's right, Kirsty. We are your hosts of Jazz Beats. This is Jackson and Tyson here with another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back, everybody. I hope our episode's more entertaining than the last few jazz games. The last probably eight jazz games. Seriously. We were just talking about it. Yeah. And, and it's We got a lot to talk about on the show. I mean, I know that the jazz haven't won a lot of games recently, but there's a lot of things developing that we want to talk about. So I'm looking forward to today's episode, even though we've lost the last few games. No problem. We're going to talk about these last few games. We're also going to go over Laurie Markinen's all-star candidacy. Candidacy. Can. We're going to see, we're going to analyze if, if we can Mark make up the words here. deserves to be an all-star or I, not. I mean, the likelihood, I, that'll be fun to get into. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else What else is on the agenda? Of course, we have our favorite segment later, Know It or Blow It. We right. Cade Penny right. coming Can't on wait. the show. Can't wait. We, we've kind of had a few in a row that have lost. Yeah. We have some terrible jazz fans tuning yeah. in. Or we're just a little tough. I mean, maybe we need a softball. You okay. Know, just uh, give him a little softball. Yeah, we adjust the level of difficulty. It's yeah. our show. We do what we want. Yeah. Right. Hundred <laughs> percent. And if you have a complaint, we have a complaint email. It. Yep. Well, there's actually a box us. sitting here at Fizz that you can drop your complaints yes. in. Yeah, it's right over by the door. It's got yeah. a white bag inside of it. Plastic tub. <laughs> it's good. All right. So listen, the Jazz are in twelfth position. Uh, we're twenty of twenty-three, which means we are now under. We are an under 500 team, which puts us at point four six five. The last few games have been rough. The, uh, very close games. Is it the fourth quarter that we lose the game? In a lot of these, yes. Because it seems like eight, ten minutes to the end of the game, it could go either way. And a lot of the times we're up. So Yeah, we had a lead going into the fourth against Chicago. Nine points with, ten, with less than ten minutes to go, and we still lose that game by eight. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a pretty heavy swing, and and re, and taking consideration the fact that the Chicago Bulls had an amazing fourth quarter with like forty points or something. Is that them or is that us? Uh, that reminds me of an interview with <laughs> Russell Westbrook where they're like, "So did you lose to the Jazz or did the Jazz win <laughs> you?" And he's like, "What?" what? <laughs> so that's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Which it is. Uh, I mean, it's uh, there's a little bit of both. I mean, they had a couple guys there that just were shooting incredible, um, but we're obviously giving them the shots, you know, and allowing them to get that offensive momentum uh, with our, with without any issue. So it's no it's no um, secret that the Jazz's defense is pretty terrible. Yes, um, we were trying to figure out how bad it really is. Do you think that they're? We talked a little bit about their transition defense. Is that that's where I think that we really struggle. Um, I feel like when we actually post up and we have a time to gather and set up our defense, we're, we're better. Um, so just going off of offensive rating, and I'm not quite sure everything that goes into that. Okay. Um, we are in third place in the entire league in offensive that, rating. That's got to be points scored, right? Um, I think it's a little bit different. I There's some other factors. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's all it's, – right. it's boring. You won't want to hear about it. <laughs> I would go over it, but but you're not going to want to hear it. Oh, okay. Offensive rating, we're third in the league. Okay, defensive rating, we are fourth from the bottom. Out of th- thirty out, teams, out of the okay. we're twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you look at those bottom three teams below us. 
San Antonio, Detroit, Houston, all tanking teams, all terrible records, worst records in the league are the bottom, those bottom three, and then Utah. And we're, we're no, we're part. Of, we're, we're, we're we're not above them. We're part of them. We're fortunate that we have such a good do- good offense. Okay, some new developments. Um, some things that I've seen change on the court. Uh, Horton Tucker finally played a game. Yes. And then he's now injured, and he missed the game naturally. Um, uh, that we played. Who are we playing that we lost to Sunday night? All these losses are just rolling together. Uh, yeah, it's confusing. Um. So he's he's on the bench, but I, d- I don't think he's a long injury. He'll be back. And then Sexton, obviously, he's been missing a few games with, I think, a hamstring injury. Uh, so that's another thing to take into consideration. What are your thoughts on the freshman getting some new minutes? The rookie. The rookie, Abaji? Yeah. Well, he was fantastic against Chicago. Yeah, his first game. Um, Houston, he was great, too. Okay. Houston was his first game. Chicago, this Chicago game, let's go over his stats real quick. Abaji had 19 points and shot tremendous. Shot seven for seven. Four for four from three. Just okay. perfect from shooting. He looked comfortable out there. He looked strong. He looked aggressive. He does. Just like he was meant to be out there. He he looks like a great player. Like even if you just see him standing out there on the court, he's fit, he's tall, uh, he's involved in the game. You know how some players are looking around? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not that way. He's 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 very engaged on the court, which, yeah. I, which I think is important. I think him being aggressive with his shot – was huge, um, which didn't quite show in the Memphis game. He had 20, uh, 21 minutes and only took two shots, missed them both. Right. Didn't do a whole lot. He had a, he had a bad turnover. Um, he, it looked like the, the youth caught up to him a little bit. So it, I'm excited just to see him get more time. And uh, Coach Hardy has said it's time for Abaji to play. We need his athleticism. Right. Um, so I, I'm anxious to see how he does, what, what his consistent looks like. Exactly. That that will be interesting. I, I hope that he gets consistent minutes so we can actually discern what that is or what type of player he is. It's not just spotty minutes here and there. Um, do you think that there's any correlation between uh, Coach Hardy announcing that Abaji's it's time for him to play and then 24 hours later we hear that Jordan Clarkson's denied a Utah Jazz <laughs> contract <laughs> extension? I'm just wondering, I mean, is it like a ploy to like – uh, don't worry, Jazz. We got other players here. Or is it which came first? Like, did he tell Clarkson, "I'm going. I'm. I'm giving Abaji more minutes. I know he's your number." Clarkson's not getting less minutes, though. Let's be honest. No, but he's. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's not. Do you th- yeah. <laughs> I. I don't know. I. I'm. I've just seen a change in Clarkson a little bit. I mean, his care factor on the court seems. He's still. He's still scoring points, but he's almost playing in Markinen's shadow. Do you think that bothers him? I think it does. Because you know, as soon as the Donovan Mitchell trade happened, All he was thinking, Clarkson. I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm the leading scorer. I'm the leader of this team. We got Conley here still, but but when it comes to getting a bucket, that's me. Yep. That's not the case. It, it hasn't been. And he's not the – and honestly, Beasley's pulled out more clutch three-pointers than Clarkson so far this season. And points scored and uh, being – positive on the court it's marketing stats wise he's winning him in a lot of categories so i don't know if maybe he's just self-conscious of that uh, but he's he's kind of let his attitude show a little bit on the court getting ejected from games uh two he's been ejected from two games this season yeah uh so i don't know i i i just he was doing really well as a facilitator at the beginning of the season and i haven't seen that continue um what did you think about him getting thrown out 
against Memphis? Uh, my, well, I you know my favorite part. My favorite part is when. John do we need to do we need to recap first? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Before you get to your okay. favorite, or is that part of your favorite I'll, part? I'll, I'll, do you want me to do the recap? Go, go ahead. Do it all. All right, mate. It was fourth quarter. <laughs> Oh and uh, no, just kidding. So, so he's coming down. He's is it Bane? Uh-huh, he's guarding Bane. He's guarding Bane, and Bane gets past him in the paint, I think. And he, the ball's on the opposite side of the body, and Clarkson takes a long swing and clocks him right in the head. Yeah. Uh, and, and unless Bane had made a major shift to come back towards him to draw the foul, there was no real, uh, th- there was no real ability for Jordan to actually block the shot. Uh, I think it was a frustration swing, mm-hmm. and the rest uh, after that. Um, <laughs> I don't know who's the other player. Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr. comes up like, "What's that all about?" And Clarkson straight away just puts his fists up and starts <laughs> bouncing around like bull bullet. He's ready to fight. And, uh, and this the, is the second time he's he's like put he's his fists together he's this straight year. Straight to fists, yeah. man. He's straight to let's fight backyard in kind bully. of like a, a, a comical way. Like as soon as he did that, he's like he's like that little little punk kid who thinks he can just fight everybody. For sure, because Bane would just put him in a headlock until he fell asleep. I feel like yeah, Bane's arms are the size of Clarkson's Clarkson's head. Yeah, Uh, so and there was a lot of jibber jabber back and forth between him and Morant, who was on the bench, Mm -hmm. all the way off the court. It didn't end until he was out of the arena, and he kept doing this weird Chinese thing where he's like, Uh, "Who did Clarkson?" Clarkson was Well, he's Filipino, that. right? Yeah, but what is... Uh, well, Asia, Chinese, Asian what, okay, thing. Okay, so he's like okay. bowing to them? Sure. It was... I, I don't know. That, I'm going to try that the next time I'm trash talking someone and <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so he gets ejected out of the out of the game, so... Which is probably the right call. What are your thoughts? I think that uh, goes to show, like, kind of his mentality in the last few games or the last few weeks. Like, you talked about maybe being frustrated with with marketing getting all the all-star talk and um, him kind of being our guy playing in his shadow a little bit. So I don't know. It, it, it was kind of funny to me. Um, it was the, was it third or fourth quarter? So it was late in the game. It was a I big, feel like it was right at the end of third quarter, yeah. like 30 seconds to go big part of the game. But um, it, it, just his mannerisms are, are funny to me. And, and I love JC. I still do too. And, and I, and I worry that he's like, thinking grass is greener on the other side type thing you know you get to that point especially and we talked about oh the jazz are a fun team to watch but you can only lose so many games without the morale in the locker room starting to dissolve and i think that that's that may be what's happening you and i pointed out with was it six points we were behind by six points with two minutes to go and there's a timeout and our whole team goes and sits on the bench and they don't say a word to each other all every one of them had their elbows on their knees just looking dead ahead it was it was just a dead atmosphere in that timeout yeah because you, you know how the coaches get together before and, and then they come, come and talk it was yeah. it was that before and usually it's like mike conley is up and talking to guys or, or some of the young guys are, are asking questions or communicating it was it was dead right nothing being said maybe a little bit of exhaustion but regardless if you're if you're a team that's like hey I, we got to make some corrections. I'm tired. You got to help me pick up that screen when they when we switch. Zero communication. I just felt like when I when you and I saw that, we thought they just they've Game's already thrown over. in the towel. Yep. I mean, it's a win no matter unless they just make some miracle huge three pointer. They're not fighting to win this game from this point on. We could see that in the Jazz. Yeah, I think that's what we're missing with Sexton being out too. We're okay. missing a little bit of fire and a little bit of crazy. Right. 
Right. And like our Coach Hardy said at the start of the year, we thrive off of chaos, and, and he brings a little bit more to that, at right. least as a personality standpoint, right. too. You got to have your hype man. I mean, Sexton right. was our hype man. Uh, Crowder was a great hype man. Is JC Joe- throwing fists not enough for you? <laughs> <sighs> I feel like his hype's all personal. Yeah, it's not a okay. team effort. It's like him and, and whoever he's against instead of being like, let's go, Jazz. Anyway, my favorite part of him getting ejected. Okay. <laughs> let's get back to this. On his way out, he's like putting his arms up to the crowd like, come on, come on. Give yeah, me and we're some on the love. road. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he goes to give high fives to some of the crowds or the fans that are in the crowd, like right on the way out of the locker room. And he goes right up. Not nah. and he pulls his hand back and just <laughs> totally ghosts like two or three fans right there. And I was like, What a jerk! What a baller, <laughs> man! What a baller. Um, let's talk about marketing, okay? And let's, his all star, let's do it, let's do it. Cat resume, how's that? So, so I've got yeah. in front of us, um, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, twelve players that have um, all star talks. People talking about all-star games okay. um, in the forward position. Okay, so how the all-star game works, um, three forwards start the game, and there's three forwards on the bench, and then there's with a possibility of one or two more. So it's six guaranteed guys in Markkanen's position. They don't do centers anymore. Everyone, if you're not a guard, you're a forward. So there's six guys that are guaranteed to be on this team out of these 12. So we're going to possibility these guys aren't going to make it. A possibility of one or two more, just depending on the votes and whatever. Okay. Interesting. So let, let's go through some of these. So I've got marketing stat. We've got stats up here. We've got effective field goal percentage, which which um, uh, brings into the fact that threes are worth more than twos. So they're they're you make those, your percentage goes up even more than a two pointer. So just so I mean, the fans can't listeners can't hear this, but. This is an impressive little report. Thanks, man. Like, I'm, Thanks. Uh, I'm very impressed. And then the one other thing I found is this estimated plus minus that you're going to see over here. Okay. And this is what somebody created to be an all-encompassing um, statistic, one number that says how effective they are on the court, how big of a player Rated they are. Rated on 1 uh-huh. to 10. And the reason I like this is because last year, to wor- um, we, we've talked about Rudy Gobert a lot about how he doesn't get credit for a lot of the things he does. He does a lot of things that don't show up on the stats. Screen assist. This stat puts him put him last year in like the top five of awesome. the entire awesome. league. Awesome. So I liked that That's because cool. it showed kind of some things that don't show up on the box score. So interesting. That's the one I picked to use. Um, we've got LeBron, we've got Jokic, who are guaranteed starters based off the votes and whatever. Um, and then the next one down, Anthony Davis and Zion Williamson are, are right there neck and neck with like that that third or fourth place. Yeah, I, I'm kind of rambling right now. No, but popularity-wise, this is a hard thing because there's there's players that do well and there's players that are well-known, right? Yeah. It's a hard little battle between popularity and performance. Yeah. So does marketing have a chance against some of these guys in LeBron this and Jokic are in for sure. I think okay. Zion okay. is in for sure. There's three. Okay, if Anthony Davis has played enough games, can you not get in because of not enough games played? Incorrect. I looked that up too. Oh, really? That is not a thing. I think it might be a thing for people who are voting, saying, mm-hmm. "Uh, he didn't play a whole lot. I'm not going to vote for him." But I know Magic Johnson got in with playing zero games. Wow. Yao Ming got in one year by playing like five games. So that that's not a rule. Okay. I th- in there, for though. some reason, I thought it was. I did too. That's interesting. Okay, I, cool, I think cool, it's cool. more of a perception thing. Like, 
uh, you know what? Um, Kawhi's only played 18 games. I'm not going to vote for him, you know? Anthony's, but, Anthony's played more games than I thought. 25? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a thing there. Um, but Zion, Jokic, and LeBron, definitely. Okay, Let's who, look at Paul who, George. Who else? Okay, Let's Paul look at Paul George. George. Averaging 23.7 points per game, just under Markkinen's 24 and a half. Okay. Six rebounds, just under Markkinen's 8.3. Um, but he is averaging five assists a game to Markkinen's two. Great facilitator. Yeah. He kind of is more well-rounded than Markkinen. Yeah. They are the seventh seed. I don't know if the record is going to matter, but it, sometimes it does. I think if cause if your team's playing well, your stats are going to be higher, I would assume. But you're also going to be getting more play time. Like, you're going to be talked True. about more on ESPN. So True. your name's going to be out there a yep. little bit more. Do you put Markkinen above Paul George? That's a really tough question. Because as much as I don't enjoy – I mean, obviously, I support Markkinen. But Paul George, every time we play Paul George, I'm, I, I, I'm worried. Like, he's yeah. a good player. And honestly, I don't have a lot of flack on him. I actually don't think he's that big of a douchebag. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I would put him pretty pretty sixes if I had to, to call No, him. you have to pick. I have one to pick one. One of those two. This is what we're doing. Oh, you go first then. I'm saying Markkinen deserves it more. Okay, I'll go with you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> next next guy's Kawhi, who isn't having as good a year as he's had. He's only played 18 games. I think we're both on the same page. Markkinen's up Markkinen there. Markkinen over Kawhi. Kawhi's sure. averaging 17 points per game, six and four. Um, just not been quite himself. Zero reason for Kawhi to be voted in before Markkinen. I agree. And I hope that, realistically, every voter should should see that. Um, play, he's t- played double the, more than double the games. Jeremy Grant is a name, uh, a possible first-time All-Star, kind of like Markkinen, that okay. I've been hearing. Uh, okay. Portland's kind of fallen off. They are the 10 seed right now, uh, but he's averaging 22, four and a half rebounds and two and a half assists on some pretty good shooting too. Great player, great uh-huh. player. What are your thoughts, Markkinen? Okay, Mar- Keldon Johnson is oh, a you name. Did I, you answer that one? Yeah, I'm okay. going to go there too. Okay. Keldon Johnson is a name I've heard too. Spurs are one of the worst teams in the league, and his stats don't don't align with Markkinen's either. So I'm going to throw him out. Too. I agree. I agree. Sabonis is a big one. Okay. The yeah, Kings, the tough. longest playoff drought in major U.S. sports. Current longest active playoff drought in current major sports really? in, in the U.S. So Sacramento. they are now the five seed. Those poor guys. They are now the five seed. Sabonis is averaging 19, 12 and a half rebounds and almost eight assists. 12 and a half rebounds? On 16.5% effective field goal percentage. I think he has a, a, a really good case. I think so, too. Markkinen. I think that, uh, I mean, I, between the two, I would vote for Lowry, but I'm going to say the majority of voters are going to give that to Sabonis. Yeah, I, I them being the fifth seed, I think, puts him over the edge. Okay. Because right now, uh, De'Aaron Fox may be in the running for a guard spot. I didn't look at guards. But them being the fifth seed... Um, playing as well as they are, they deserve an all-star. Yeah. So I, I could see I, – I, I think I'm going to give the edge to Sabonis. Yeah, he probably has the edge. It would be a fun matchup to watch those two play against each other. Yeah. Similar style. I mean, the, both big guys kind of. But Markkinen plays we, – we have those other bigs. He doesn't guard him a whole lot, I'd That's imagine. True. We played him just the other day, and, and it seems like Olenek was on, Mark, yeah. on uh, Sabonis a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was. And, and he then should. Kessler. Yeah, Kessler, the blocking beast. 
Okay, so right now we have LeBron, Jokic, Zion, Sabonis. I'm going to say above Markkanen. So that's four. And possibly Anthony Davis, depending on games. Did you do Paul George? I said he was, I said Markkanen above Paul George. You did? Yeah. Okay. You did, You agreed with me. You don't remember? Uh, I did. I, I, okay. okay. Um, and then the last two are Aaron Gordon, whose stats aren't uh, quite as good as Markkanen's, but I have heard word of him being talked about, being the one seed. Ah. Uh, um, and then Carl Anthony Towns, who's only played in 21 games, but but averaging 21, 8, and 5 is pretty good. Marketing, as far as like his role on the team, I think he carries our team more than either of those two players. I do too. So that puts him at in sixth. If you don't put Paul George. Yes. So you're, if he's could, ahead of Paul George. It could come down between him and Paul George or him and Sabonis. Yeah. Those are the three players that I think are fighting for the final position the one the cool statistic i i talked about that estimated plus minus um Jokic is is killing it at 8.6 leading the league this okay. number okay. doesn't mean a whole lot to us but this is the number that that combines all the statistics all the the rankings everything into one number 8.6 is the top of the league and that's Jokic. um second Crazy. as far as our list goes is anthony davis at seven so when he plays he is outstanding and then third place is Markkinen, above LeBron, above Zion, above Paul George, above Sabonis. That's impressive. You know? Is there any chance Anthony Davis won't? Won't get in? I, I think it'll all come down to games played or if he's hurt at the time because he's always hurt. Okay. So if you're asking Jazz Beats if Markkinen is an all-star, the answer is yes. We just proved it right there. It could Statistically, you look at the numbers, he has just as strong as case – to make it. So, yeah. I mean, there's a probability there. It just really comes down to the voting, right? I'm going to put this in writing right now. Markkinen will be an all-star this year. Do you want to put any money on that? I will. How I will put how, money how, on how it. How much do you want to put? Like to you? Yeah. Or like go to Vegas? If <laughs> Okay, no. If if Markkinen... I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. I'm going to bet against you. And I'm going to say if Mar- that Markkinen doesn't make it to the All-Star because he's from Utah. Okay. And if, if that's the case, you owe me a drink from Fizz. From, you have a deal, but being from Utah might be beneficial this year. The All-Star game being in Utah Ooh. might put him in there. Ooh, because maybe people are thinking they should have a guy. They should have a guy. They should have a guy. It seems strange to have a party at your house and you're not invited, <laughs> <laughs> which is what would be 24 happening. points per game. 24 and a half, 8.3 rebounds and 1.9 assists on amazing field goal percentage. Markkinen deserves the nod. Give it up to Markkinen, in my everybody. Opinion. Thank you. Um, we're going to take a short break. Oh, yes. My favorite segment's coming up. <laughs> Hang in there. We're going to have a word for our sponsors, and then Know What or Below is coming right up. Yes, Hang in sir, there. sir. Let's go. We're going to take a different approach here. Um, the NFL is, is closing in on the playoffs. Uh, for it's the NFL season, it's yeah, big, big time. time. Things are the the seating is in the books, I believe, and there's no better time to to get on DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and bet just five dollars and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. Okay, so that's a reason to check it out because it's gone from five and only winning a hundred. They're giving you two hundred in free bets right now with the NFL. It's an exciting time. Uh, all new existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. So check it out. Be Johnny on the spot. You got to check this out as soon so you can get these no sweat bets. 
Just place any NFL bet on your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else, Jackson? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Intermation eligibility to reply. <laughs> I tried to blur that out as much I as I can. One more shout out to our studio sponsor. Of course, we are here at Fizz in Richfield, Utah, the hottest spot in town with the coolest drinks and the funnest place to come and watch a jazz game. If you don't have Fubo or access to a jazz game, they do here. Come down, get some nachos, some popcorn, some pretzels, a chonut, drink, a and chonut, a chonut, and cheer for the jazz. I mean, it's a it's a dang good time. Or if you're in town on a Monday around noon, that's usually when Tyson and I record. So yeah. come and say hi, yeah. wave. We'll, we'll put you on the show, I we promise. We do have a third mic, and we would love someone to come off the street and come give us their thoughts. It's all about... Uh, Hearing what you guys have to say, so come and do it. Are you ready for the the hottest segment oh, of yes. mid afternoon Monday <laughs> Monday afternoons? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, let's give um, Cade a call here in a sec. Cade Penny. Um, we've we've had a little bit of a rut, haven't we? We have. Um, so hopefully Cade can come through and get maybe, a win. Maybe we'll softball him a little bit, but we would never admit to that. No, not no. at all. No, no, no. We're connected. We're going. Hello. Cade, it's Tyson and Jackson from Jazz Beats. How you feeling? Oh, great, guys. How are you? I mean, we're pretty good. We're, we're halfway through. This is our favorite part of the podcast. Uh, are you feeling confident about answering these questions? Yeah. You know, I've been, I've been kind of thinking about it all day and Probably should have been studying up on some of my jazz history because, you know, to be honest, I haven't watched the jazz very faithfully this year, but we do tune in once in a while. So, uh, 50-50 here. Hey, that's that's decent odds. It's decent odds. <laughs> Could be worse. You, you, you will lose if worse. you do 50-50. But <laughs> <laughs> so, if, you, if you're not familiar with the rules, I'll go over them real quick. Jackson will start you off with the questions. The questions uh, start easy and progressively get a little more difficult, in our opinion. So if we get to a question that you don't know, you can just say, I'm going to pass on that one. I'm going to think on it. Let's go ahead to the next question, and we can come back. Okay. There's three three questions. you got to get them all to win. If you don't, you lose. That's just all there is to it. There is is no (laughs) in-between. There is no majority vote, 66%. You're either a good jazz fan or you're the worst. There's no participation ribbons here. And then I have to label myself this week as the worst jazz fan. Absolutely, yeah. That, well, yeah, oh. you'll you'll do that yourself. Yes. We'll, we'll bring we'll bring you a name tag <laughs> and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, we're ready. And, and remind just a reminder at the end of this, we want you to to have someone in mind for the for the next uh, next week's episode. So let's let's okay. kick it off, Jackson. Let's go. All right, Cade. Question number one: um, Ex Jazz guy Donovan Mitchell. What is his career high in points scored? Including this season? Yes. Including one. Okay. See, you're up to date on your recent jazz stuff. Good for you. Well, 71. Uh, 71. We were actually going to talk. I had that on the schedule to talk about before. Yeah. No one would blow it. But, man, what an incredible performance. Yeah. Well, he's the man. Yeah. Absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's come to Utah 
tomorrow. Tomorrow he will be in Utah. Tuesday, his first, first return. Back. That's going to be big. We're going to chat about that a little bit yep. after this segment. But yep. uh, good job, Kate. Let's go to. I'm going to. I'm going to read out question number two here. This is okay. uh, question two has two answers. You have to get them both right. Uh, what are the two seasons that the Utah Jazz competed for the NBA title? Ninety-seven and ninety-eight. The survey says survey that says. is correct, Kate. Good for you. <laughs> nice, good job. You're on a roll. He could be our winner. I know. This is this is. It all comes down to this. Yes. It doesn't matter yes. if you get the first two right. Are, are it, you clutch? Three seconds left. You have to make this shot at the buzzer. Here we go. Uh, the Jazz have a brand new coach in Will Hardy this year. Um, he is. This is also his first head coaching job in the NBA. What current NBA coach did Will Hardy start his coaching career under? So who, Greg what, Popovich. Sorry, come again. Greg Popovich. Final answer. Yes. <laughs> I love how that just puts <laughs> doubt in everyone's mind. It Kate, always, you went three for three. That's congratulations. awesome. Congratulations. You've broken the spell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you are I'm officially a- the greatest jazz fan of all time That's it. for the week. Yes. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Awesome. That is great. I appreciate it. Yes. Hey, thank you so much for being on, and thank you for being such a good jazz fan and answering all those questions right. You bet. I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. It's awesome what you guys do. And, and man, it's, it's just kind of fun to have local guys talking about jazz. And I appreciate you guys. So thank you. Well, you are welcome. Yeah. We do this for you, Cade. Yeah. In fact, why don't you just be our official reviewer of the podcast after those <laughs> comments? Cade, do you have someone in mind for next week that we can look out for? So I was thinking um, there's a couple guys that uh, – a couple names I could come up with, but probably one of the biggest – sports fans in general that I know. Um, now, he's probably going to be no more about football than basketball, but the name that I'm going to throw to you is Kyron Waters. I love it. I, I, okay. I love it. Kyron, we're coming for you. We're not going to so, water down the questions, though. No no watering down. And I don't know if it's possible or not, but if he gets them right, I will buy him and his wife a fizz. Oh, I love it. I love the challenge. I'm like when there's a little more extra stakes. pressure on it. little extra pressure. I will okay. buy him and his wife a fizz. Okay. Let's we're, see how he handles making, under our, pressure. Our administrators are making a note of that because it's public, so it has to be held accountable. So we, we will make sure that that happens. Yep. A, a verbal contract is legally binding in the state of Utah, just so you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's you true got or not. It. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Cade. We'll catch you again, and go Jazz. Thanks, Cade. Yeah, go Jazz. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. See you. It was awesome. We what needed a, that. We so yeah, needed a win. What a guy. I know. That was great. What a guy. I'm wondering if the Jazz have been losing because people have been losing the know-it-or-blow-it We are going to find that out when Cleveland comes to town and Donovan Mitchell tomorrow, Tuesday um, night. What are your thoughts about him coming back? Okay. Well, I am going to give you my thoughts, but somebody actually recently asked Donovan Mitchell his thoughts on coming back. Let's hear it. Uh, this comes out of... Um, he was interviewed on a Clutch Plus or some 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 Cleveland broadcaster. Yeah. What's your thoughts on returning back to Salt Lake City for the first time? And this is his exact quote. He says, "I don't know what the response will be. I hope it's cheers." Jackson, will there be cheers for Donovan Mitchell on his first return back to Utah Jazz? Taking in mind some of the things that he has said 
negative about Utah over the last couple of weeks. If the last thing, that, yeah, I'm the happy. last thing he's mentioned about Salt Lake City was was not positive. So, I I think there will be cheers, and I 100% hope there will be because he absolutely deserves it. Um, as far as him being on and off the court, everything he brought to Utah was was positive. I felt like at the time. Um, our youth looks up to him. My five-year-old still wears his jersey when he's playing in his basement hoop. He still pretends to be him. He still chooses him when he's playing PlayStation. Like he's still a gigantic Donovan Mitchell fan, and that's the kind of personality that he brought to Utah. I want to hear cheers. I hope people are loud. I hope they do a, a, a tribute video to him. I, I can't wait. There's been a tribute video for Rudy, for Bogey. And I would absolutely expect there to be one for Donovan Mitchell. I can't agree with you more on this topic. I hope that uh, Utah Jazz receive him very well, and he feels that love. Because we love Donovan Mitchell. I mean, how many of us follow Gordon Hayward still? I mean, eh. I'm not looking him up. Do you remember when he came back and the booze he oh, heard? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But that was... <sighs> Different circumstances. I feel like... Yeah. I don't, and I don't feel like he offered everything that Donovan did. And no. And uh, and I, I hope that Donovan – I'm going to be at that game, and I will be cheering. I didn't know this. <laughs> this. I'm so excited <laughs> for you now. I, I will let you know uh, the, the actual emotion in the crowd. If, if some of the cheering is booing, I, I'm going to be cheering for Donovan Mitchell on his return. If somebody within arm's reach is booing, yeah. are you – are you I feel like you're going to say something. I'll turn around, I'll look them in the eye, and I will clap and cheer for and Donovan Mitchell. And I will determine how big of stature that person is first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm small, so I've got to be careful with that. Donovan <laughs> Mitchell deserves an applause, and he's going to get it. I have no doubt that he's going to get it. So um, let's go, Utah. If you're going to be there, let's sh- share some love. Let's, let's have some love for Donovan Mitchell's return. Um, do, you, do you foresee a win? That's a good question. Uh, a lot of emotions this a game. A lot of emotion. Are we going to have Sexton back? I don't believe. I think we're going to lose. Um, okay. Without Sexton on the court, I think that we will lose, but I, I hope that Donovan has a good performance when he's here. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking I, he's going to be a 40-point game. I hate to agree with you, but I do. But can you imagine the effect and the, the, the morale boost that would happen if we did win that game? Yeah, that would be I, – I, there's even no reason to imagine it. I, I mean <laughs> – Oh, man. <laughs> it would be so big, though, and I'm so excited. I hope we, we come out better than we did in Cleveland. Yes. Um, because that game seemed like it was over in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm super excited. I love Mitchell. 71 points the other night is incredible. I think that he will go off in Utah. I think he's going to have a great game because he's got something to prove. He's in an arena where he's already comfortable – He's with his new team. He's coming off some great games. I expect. I, I really think he's going to have a 40-plus point game against Utah. He's probably going to secure the win. Um, if we could, it would be a Cinderella story. Um, but I, I, and I don't want to be negative Nancy here, but I, I, I think Cleveland's going to have the dub. My, my dream night on Tuesday would be Donovan has 40. The Jazz squeak out a win. And Markinen has 41. I think that would be oh, awesome. I like That's it. my I dream. Like I'm going like to have it, it tonight, and, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Okay, we'll see how it actually goes Tuesday. We've also got Orlando and Philadelphia coming up. Those, te- those games are probably more likely uh, for the Jazz to come away with a win. 
the Cleveland is the real one that I'm that uh, it's going to be tough. We are finally getting a lot of home games coming up. I yes. think I read ten out of the next like thirteen are, yeah. are home games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be good. Hopefully, we see some of these wins come up just being at home because we have had a good record at home so far. Yeah, I think the viewership for this Cleveland game is going to be huge. I don't think anybody's going to be missing that Tuesday night. I just hope it's competitive because that place is going to be extremely loud if it is. Yes, and Cleveland. we paid a lot. And Donovan better show up, and he better play. <laughs> I don't want any – and I and we better cheer for him <laughs> on both sides. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with that. <laughs> Just a reminder, make sure you're getting on every day and voting for Markinen to be an all-star. Yes, sir. Um, we talked a little bit about that earlier. Mitchell's coming to town Tuesday. I can't wait. Yes, and next week we're going to talk about uh, – we got two things we're going to talk about. First off, we're going to do a recap of the Mitchell return. And then we have lots to discuss about some possible trades. Trade deadline coming up. Yes, sir. In February. So there's there's some rumors going around. And uh, we have inside information on that. So of course we do. <laughs> of <laughs> well, course we're, we we're, do. We're willing to share that with you next week. So tune in. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, I am Jackson here with Tyson. We are Jazz Beats, and we love you guys. Go Jazz. Go Jazz.